0: Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes. I'm very excited to welcome our guest today. This is Randy Wheeler, and he is the CEO of Wheeler Coaching out of Fishers, Indiana. Randy, thank you so much for taking time to join me today. What would you like the people to know about your coaching and what you do? Well, thank you so much,
1: Sean, for the opportunity to be here. Um, I, I when I when I tell people about what I do, I kind of tell them I help solve three major problems. Number one is I help business leaders and business owners help them think into their their results and develop the leaders around them. Um, my people are in the weeds. I help them get the people to think like problem solvers. Number two, I my people don't get me. They don't understand me. I help them be able to understand the different communication styles to connect. And number three, there's an elephant in the room. I help them to deal with that elephant in the room, uh, and, and build their teams as well. So just communication, leadership, and and team building, those are ways I kind of help leaders with, with what I do. So I think that's excited great. to be with you today, Sean.
0: Well, this is great. I'm looking forward to it, Randy, because we we you and I had talked before, but uh it's, uh, it's great to have someone with your expertise to come on and share a little bit about what you know about leadership and teams. So I'm very excited to hear your responses to the questions. So speaking of, let's jump to the questions. Our first question, share with the audience a time when you had a conflict or maybe a disagreement with a coworker and how you resolved it
1: so as i was thinking about this question uh the idea of stepping on toes came to my mind is i have um on multiple occasions had an uncanny ability to step on people's toes but the problem was i was trying to get stuff done i think of a specific time where i just started an organization and I had contacted uh, people to find out about purchasing some stuff. I wasn't going to purchase anything at all. I knew I didn't have the authority. But then I come to find out somebody told me, hey, you really ticked off the boss lady. So I, I go and talk to the boss lady. And I was just like, hey, I, I was not planning to purchase anything. I'm just kind of trying to help make things easier and quicker and more efficient. Please forgive me. Um, and let's, let's move on from here. So for me, when there's multiple times I've stepped on toes and because I just like to go fast and I'm kind of impatient, I, I tend to have to clean up some messes after myself and apologize and ask for forgiveness because I'm just trying to get things done.
0: Well, I love your response because you're, first of all, you're identifying what's kind of causing it. And we all have those idiosyncrasies, those personality traits, whatever you want to call them, where we, we can kind of clash with other people just because we do things a little bit differently. So I like that. But I also like that sometimes it's just as simple as saying, hey, I'm sorry, that's just kind of the way I've done things. And sorry if that steps on toes or whatever it is. But I, I like that response just because there's a lot of self-awareness that you're talking about in that. Well, question number two, Randy, I know that you've heard the phrase that people do not leave jobs, they leave managers. What's one thing that a manager can do to help retain their talent a little bit longer?
1: There's lots of things, but to narrow it down to one, I would say is just let them know that you care. Now, when I say that, I don't mean that you got to be their best friend and go out and be socializing with them all the time. And I would say with that, caring sometimes can be what I'd call tough love, Mm -hmm. meaning sometimes they need to hear the truth from you in a way that, coming back to that communications thing, in a way that they can hear. So I, I was talking to a client just today about communication style, and he and I have styles that we'd rather just be direct and to the point. But that doesn't always connect with other people. So they, the most caring thing that we can do or I can do is adjust my style to connect with them, even if I have a difficult message to deliver. Then it shows that I care about them when I'm giving that feedback, as well as just caring, hey, How's life how's your kids how's your family and stopping and listening and not just kind of flying by oh how are your kids okay good let's I've checked done let's move on so the, the the big idea is just letting them know you care which may include those difficult conversations out of hopefully a heart to help them grow more than anything that will improve their performance improve the company's performance and and help everybody keep moving in the right direction.
0: I really like that answer about sometimes you need to show a little tough love and show that you care by helping them become better. And how we do that, of course, that's a lot of what you do, I know, is to help people do that in an effective way and in a positive way. But boy, what a great message that is to send to people, to all the leaders out there that sometimes you have to help people in a way that's awkward or uncomfortable, but that's how we show them that we care. But I liked also what you said about Listening carefully to their responses, not just glossing over the, oh, how's it going? How was your weekend? Okay, we'll see you later. It's, uh, there's got to be some authenticity and and genuine caring and going on there. So great comments. All right. Uh, Question number three, what is something that team, teams and team leaders can do to help build resilience within the team?
1: That, that one, the first thing that came to mind when I heard that question was give them room to try and to fail. I think especially when we're early on in our leadership journey, we can want or whether it's an, being an entrepreneur, whether it's getting a new leadership position, we want to maintain control. Whether right, whether out of some weird control freak thing, or just we don't realize we want it, and in that desire for wanting control, we may not give people the freedom to fail because we're worried about how a failure will reflect on us. There's there's a story that's been told about um, a leader, a high level leader at Microsoft, and he made this like I think it was a ten million dollar error. And he goes into the CEO's office, tug, tail tucked between his legs, kind of like ready to get fired. And he's like, fire you? Why would I fire you? I just spent $10 million on your education. <laughs> and if as, as leaders, we give people that room to fail, but also help them process through that failure, because it's not just the failure, but learning how to process through that failure that's where I think they'll, they'll grow and they'll be more, better at getting out of their comfort zone, being uncomfortable. It's like learning a new skill. You know, we, we didn't, first time we learned to, to swing a bat if we played baseball, it's not like we, we could hit the ball right away. But if we quit after the first time, we wouldn't have gotten better and, and, and developed the resilience and the skills. So I, I think that's a, a, a way that we can help as leaders, help our people be more resilient.
0: I love that answer. A lot of really good information compacted in that relatively short answer because, boy, allowing people to have that, that freedom to fail, as you say, but then also helping them process that afterwards. That's, boy, that's just some great information that I hope everybody was paying attention. If not, rewind and go listen to it because that was really good. All right. Question number four, Randy, is there someone that you would like to recognize that's had a positive influence in your life?
1: There's a lot of people I've had a positive influence in my life, but then the, uh, apart, apart from you know, my faith, that's been a huge factor. But um, a, a person that is still in my life, a man named Lee, who uh, he was a huge impact in my life when I was in high school. Uh, he was a mentor to me uh he was he was a mentor and, and my faith i'm a person of faith that of you watch and listening aren't but don't don't tune me out it's i'm me or you we all were friends but um he's he's i see him almost every year when i go to the maxwell leadership certified um maxwell leadership conference and and every time i just learn more from him i I mean, he helps me process life, process how to be lead well at home, how to lead well at work, how to lead well in every aspect of my life. So he's been a, he's been a huge uh, difference maker in my life for shoot, 30 years so now.
0: Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for recognizing him. I always love hearing about who and then the kind of relationships people have had and how they've been impacted over the years, especially over the course of not just a career, but lifetime as well. So thank you for recognizing him. All right, Randy, our last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job.
1: Oh, that was a great job because I got to eat lots of ice cream. My first job was at a place called Mickey's Dairy Treat. So picture uh mom and pop owned Dairy Queen. And I, I just got to sit there and make ice cream cones and And that was back in the day before cell phones, which wasn't that long ago. But, you know, when we were bored, there's this little TV about this big that the (laughs) boss said it's okay if everything's cleaned up and everything's ready and it's slow. You can sit there and watch TV. So when we were bored, we'd sit there and watch (laughs) lame TV shows and wait for the rush at six o'clock at night and run around with their hair on fire. And yeah, Mickey's Dairy Treat worked there every summer for all of my high school years. That was that was my uh that was my first job.
0: Oh, that's a great job. I lo- I'm a huge fan of ice cream, so that's part of the issue. Oh my. Right? But uh so that's great. Did you have both uh, the kind of the, the scoop ice cream, the hard ice cream, and the soft serve, or was it mostly one or the other?
1: It was we just had soft serve. So you can get really creative when you're bored and you're a teenager, and we would think of different creative desserts to make. We're like, hey, let's add this, this, this boss didn't care so we we did it it's amazing I don't weigh like 300 pounds after work (laughs) three summers
0: well when you're young you can eat just about anything and it won't matter but it's when it's when we get a little older like me that it tends to stick with you a little bit longer
1: yes agreed agreed
0: well Randy thank you so much this has been a, a really enjoyable conversation I really appreciate you jumping on how can people find you
1: yeah, there's a couple of ways you could go. Uh, my website is the easiest way to remember is wheelerleadership.net or systems.com. If you want to reach out to me directly, my email is randy at systems.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Those are some great ways. Love to help and serve people in any way I can as a thinking partner and any way I can help them to grow their leadership because our leadership is our limiter we are that limiter in our organizations and our teams that we lead
0: oh well, that's a great point point. you're absolutely right awesome thank you randy this is sean richards with the team engagement podcast where leaders of teams share their insights for more ideas we encourage you to go to teamengagementpodcast.com and we also invite you to subscribe or follow the podcast whether it's the audio version or the video version Either way, we love having you join us every week. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.